Welcome to Live in the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Hammond. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. I'm Marissa, a life coach who's been in the health and wellness industry for over eight years. I'm fascinated by the human being, our bodies, minds, and emotions, and how it all works. My passion is just being me and helping others fully love and embody their true selves. I'm Kathleen, a personal trainer that has coached thousands of clients towards a body and healthy lifestyle that they are really proud of. I love lifting heavy weights, enjoying a good outdoor hike, or just playing around and goofing off. We've made it our mission to cut through the noise to give you proven tips and tricks that actually work. Each week, we will share with you our real experiences and the shifts that we've made to create the life that we have today. So whether you're just starting out on this journey or you've been up-leveling yourself for a while, we promise you'll find practical tools and knowledge to help you make the changes you've always wanted. Together, let's all let go of the old versions of ourselves and finally get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm living the life. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh yeah! We're coming at you with another episode of Living the Life with my beautiful future wife, Marissa Hammond. That's me. Kathleen Holt. And we have our guest, Loki, <laughs> our dog here on the couch with us. That's why I was saying, are you ready to? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready to share all your beautiful wisdom on how to live the life? She's, she's hearing Marissa say, are you ready? And she thinks that that means, are you ready to like go outside for a W-A-L-K? And she's all excited. No, we're just going to sit here and talk. She's like, oh, yeah, mom does that a lot. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we, we watched, um, there's this new episode on Netflix called, I think it's called Pleasure. Yeah, it's like a new like, series. series. Yeah. Yeah. And it we watched the first one. It specifically talks about women's vaginas and vulvas and vulvas well they were talking about i thought it was so interesting so they were i've always called it a vagina Mm -hmm. but they were talking about that that just talks about the reproductive portions of female genitalia yeah and and that vulvas the whole the whole encompassing aspect of it and i thought that was so interesting because obviously back in the day people would just talk about a vagina being the reproductive or vulva being the the reproductive portions of it and that's what was important yeah it's and it was really also they said in there that there were 10 bon jovi world tour concert things before someone had literally taken the time to map the entire clitoris like and it oh that only happened 2005 like no one like I was homeschooled and I was pretty sheltered in a religious environment so yeah like it makes sense that I had a hard time like learning about sexuality and pleasure and connecting to myself and my body but it's now I'm like oh wait it's literally everyone who's gonna have a hard time because like how can you how can you even learn about that if it's been literally less than 20 years that we've had this map of how this whole thing works yeah, no, no wonder women's sexual pleasure is kind of thrown by the wayside. No one bothered to even take a look at it and figure it out. Yeah. Crazy. Craziness. Anyways, I thought that that was wild. And we just watched the first one and I had learned so much just after the first episode. Yeah. It's really interesting. About my 
Vulva. I was going to yeah. call it vagina again. Vulva. Your, your vulva, your vagina. <laughs> all, all the other beautiful bits and pieces that all create the beautiful you. It makes me all like... It is. It's a, it is an uncomfortable one to say. It's funny. I had no idea Kathleen was about to bring up all of that. So I can feel myself sitting here being like, oh, like this is uh, this is not what we were going to talk about today. And this is making me a little bit uncomfortable, but that's okay. So we'll leave, we'll leave the rest of that. Let's dive into another one on sex and sexuality and vulvas and vaginas another day. Um, but today we, we want to talk to you guys about the concept of really just starting. And this came up we were thinking about this yesterday when we did our finance date and we were looking back at all the things that we'd accomplished. Yes. This past month, but also like over the past few years. And like, we did not just happen to start a finance date and have everything in place and where it is today. Like this has taken a lot of work to get to where we are. And we were looking back at like the beginning of our journey and where we first started to build up more of our net worth. And I was like, holy shit, we've come far. And the amount of things that we've had to go through, specifically with building our, our home and our income property, it's been like, whoa, <laughs> it's been a lot. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been a wild ride. I know that from an early age, my parents owned income properties and it was kind of drilled into our heads, me and my siblings, when we were growing up that. All right, once you get of age, no matter what, buy a multi-unit property. That was like the thing. You're not going to buy a single family home. You're, you're not going to rent. As soon as you can, you're going to buy a multi-unit. You're going to rent it out and you're going to make some passive income. And so when Marissa and I met, one of the things that attracted me most to her was her, was her drive and her ambition. And so when I brought up the idea of that, she was totally on board. Actually, I was not, to be honest, guys. What actually happened when she first brought it up is I was like, um, I think we've been dating for less than a year and that just feels like a big, like a big step. And I really don't think that that's something that I want to look at like that long term. And Kathleen was like, well, if you're not wanting to look that long term, I think it's we have to have a conversation about our relationship and not about the house first. And then once we sat down and we like when we made it more of like a business thing, and it, like, how can we invest in ourselves individually and in the future? And like, yes, doing it together. But it was not like, it, it's not like if we got like a dog, which we ended up getting later, or like a kid or something where it's like, this is really a joint, two people have to be involved for life kind of thing. It was like, okay, yes, like this is a, a great investment and a great experience. But also if anything was ever to happen in our relationship, it's an easy thing to divide. It's like, so when you have all that set out ahead of time, it was like, okay, like that made it a lot easier. But I initially, I was not all in. <laughs> well, maybe that's how I like to remember it <laughs> with my rose colored glasses on. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny though, because we do a lot of times when we look back at different memories, even though it wasn't exactly that way, we look at it certain ways, which either seem more pleasant or more crazy depending on whatever story we're trying to create and share so we'll we'll leave it at that we'll just pretend it was perfect right from the beginning <laughs> no I like the messy version it's good <laughs> we've never had any issues in our relationship whatsoever <laughs> well, that's definitely not true <laughs> so we yeah we we started um we started looking for a house and obviously the two of us had never bought a house before and there was way more involved with it than I had ever expected and we just 
I, I think one of the really cool things about how we went about it, it was, is we just, we just started. We just took the next step. We just figured it out. So, you know, we, we found ourselves a realtor. We, we went through the process. We did all the paperwork. We, we figured out what area we wanted it in, but we didn't wait for it to be perfect. We just kind of trusted the outcome that we were looking for. We trusted that the universe had our back. We found mentors to help us out and we just started. Yeah. And it was, it was a little crazy guys. Like, yes, leading up to buying the house, but then especially once we bought our home and started renovating it. And I'll share more on that in, in a second, but it's like, like Kathleen said, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And like initially before the two of us, we really started looking at getting a place together. Initially it was just me. And I was like, I I was like, I know I have this money set aside for a down payment, but I also, I was like, well, this is only my income. So I've only got a certain limit that I can go for. So it was also, it was really challenging to kind of try to figure that out and being like, okay, like if I actually want to be able to buy something, like who would I get to co-sign? And then I like, I know like my parents weren't able to do it and they, we like super loving. I, I really appreciate my parents saying their boundaries for like what they needed. And they were like, no, like this is not something which is in our best interest right now. And we can't, we can't support you in this and that wouldn't be loving for us. So I really appreciate that. And so then when Kathleen and I talked about it and said, okay, like, are we going to go into this thing together? That was a whole other thing too. Like looking into like, okay, like how do you even learn to trust yourself and this other person who you're building a romantic relationship with, but also then to learn how to build a relate, like a business relationship with, that was a whole thing that it was like, all right, how do we do this? Like just kind of starting and like just showing up, like Kathleen said, with a realtor, like just found a realtor. It was a family friend of hers. So like we knew it was someone who we could trust. And then we were just like, like, all right, like we don't know anything. Where do we start? What are we doing? And like, we had to, we went and we just started seeing houses. We just started opening the conversation and that just starting and then keep on going and falling on our faces and getting back up multiple times is what led us to where we are today. Yeah. And, and we knew, um, my stepdad was into a lot of renovations as his career. Um, he was a production manager and like my, like I said, my parents had properties. And so my parents were able to help us out a lot on that end of things of bouncing ideas off them or figuring out, you know, what, what would be a good starter property. And I had done renovations for a year right out of university to pay off some student loans and so to learn some good skills. So Marissa and I knew, okay, we want a fixer upper. Like we, we have the ability. I had this you know, beautiful idea in my mind that we would buy this shithole and we would renovate it up and we'd make it so much better. And we ended up doing that, but you, you kind of forget like what I was talking about before with the rose colored glasses, you kind of forget the, you know, the process from building a shithole to something beautiful takes way more work than I could have ever imagined. I'm sitting here dying laughing because I still remember it. We went on a sushi date. This was in our first year of dating each other. And we went and at, and at sushi, it was almost like an abundance finance date, but we weren't tracking our net worth at that point. And we sat down and we're like, all right, let's make a list of what we're looking for in buying a house. Oh my God. <laughs> and Kathleen's like, 
good foundation, uh, multi-unit, has lots of potential to be fixed up and flipped into unit. Yeah. And like one of the top things on my list, I was like, I'd like a hot tub, please. Yeah, she, she asked for a hot tub in our first home that we're doing a flip. And I looked at her and in my head, I'm like, Jesus, what have I gotten myself into? This is my partner that I'm going to be building this awesome multi-unit property with. And she wants to suck all of our money into <laughs> definitely not an asset hot tubs are like money suckers it's an asset for me in the winter i'm just kidding yeah so <laughs> which is why we moved out to bc but yeah well i i looked at her and i was like there is no way that we're getting a hot tub in our fixer upper for our first home that's not realistic <laughs> at all yeah that didn't I would happen much more rather get a good foundation good bones good roof that we can change some things on in the house and not a hot tub in the back. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so we, yeah, we found our house and literally guys, it was a crack house. Literally. There was like the front window was smashed and there was a piece of, um, of uh, plywood over the one window because the people who had been there before they were literally crackheads and the sheriff had had to come and evict them. And it was like, we, we met the neighbors and everyone else later on who was like checking in on us. And they're like, well, like, who are these people who bought the place? Who's going to live there? And then of course it's just us two, this young couple who are these two girls who are just bubbly, full of energy, love to take care of our health. They're always just doing fun, cool things. And they're like, Oh, thank God. But like the front window was smashed in um there was literally a needle they found behind the sink in this completely cleaned apartment right because they were doing it for showings they literally found a needle behind the sink during that like the front stairs at one point where like there were certain parts of like boards were just like falling apart yeah it was it was was disgusting and they and marissa said they had to call the cops to evict these people because they were squatting inside this house the the owner had literally bolted up the front door so they couldn't get into the house and then like she said they they smashed through the front window to use that as a door and when the police came our neighbors told us later that the police came to bring these people out because they were illegally squatting in this house and they brought out like 12 strung out crackheads out of this house and and this guy would sit on the end of the stoop and just collect money and allow people to go use drugs in the house and so it was i mean it was definitely a fixer-upper that's for sure yeah and it was even funny like within like our first few months of living there there was like one or two people who would like show up and like knock on their being like oh hello um is so and so still here we're like nope yeah and we would have drug addicts come to the front door (laughs) looking for their dealer yeah or we we even had we even had the police show up a couple times being like hey like we have this address on our list for where we might find this person and we're like nope not here anymore (laughs) so now they've taken us off the list we know that but (laughs) they're like yeah we'll take you off the list because we definitely are they they walked and it was like two girls listening to i don't know taylor swift taylor swift painting the walls and singing away and they're like yeah Yeah. this is not where we're gonna find the guy we're looking for (laughs) yeah so so it was crazy like we got into that house and it was a duplex. So just so, yeah, just so you know, it was this, it was orig- it was the first house built on the street. It was built in 1930s, 1940s. So it was old, right? And like Kathleen said, it was a crack house before. So there's a whole bunch of other things going on. Um, but we started this and when we bought it, it was a duplex with that then what had, there was a, 
the two units connected in the middle and had stairway that went down into the basement, which had the joint washer and dryer down there. Mm-hmm. And we and we ripped it right down to the studs. Like we we took out a supporting wall. We we did all the demo ourselves, or at least most of it. Yeah. We we like friggin' got our hands dirty. It was crazy. We ripped up. I think there were seven layers of flooring. We we probably are gonna have asbestos poisoning in our future. <laughs> No. We, we probably did not do it the right way at all. No, See, I don't, I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> Kathleen knows this, so I hope she's joking. I'm giving her a little side look right now. We, we like ripped out the whole kitchen ourselves. We, uh, yeah, we, we tore down the wall. We had to redo all of the electrical. Like we redid this thing to the nines. We put in a new kitchen. We, uh, we did redid the whole bathroom. We had the windows replaced, like and, everything. And yeah, we had no idea, like. We were literally, obviously we had our mentors helping us with this, but we were Googling ourselves through this renovation. Yeah. Like we, it was crazy. And we, at one point we had a guy, so we had our duplex and we wanted to change it into a triplex and we had to dig out an entrance to the basement, a separate entrance. So we hired this guy and we uh we got this big hole dug out in the side of our house our whole driveway was basically dug out and partway through him building the entrance after he had cut a hole into our foundation after there was this big hole in our driveway he decided just to piece (laughs) yeah he just didn't show up so now we were stuck with this huge hole in our driveway and this cut out space in our basement with this little piece of plywood as a door and of course like like kathleen said this is the first time we've done this we're just figuring it out and this was just um a contractor who'd worked for a friend before and who we knew did great work so we were just like oh we don't need a contract written up this is what they said it's going to cost this is what we're going to pay them perfect like this is they've done lots of work for this other person there's never been an issue so of course there's never going to be an issue for us but there was and so like we also had to learn like oh like just because someone is a great worker or supposedly a great person or has a great track record doesn't mean that you just take them for face value and also don't have contracts and things written up. So like we had to learn that. And then that set us back however many months. Right. And then like all this while too, like we were literally for the first couple months when we bought the place, we had the original tenant still on the second side. So we were living in the renovations where we literally like, like it was insane. Like we, (laughs) we would like, there was a point I remember where like water would, we didn't have like the bathroom. So like, we'd have to like wash dishes and like, I forget where we we had had to to shower at the gym. We had to shower at the gym for a point. Like it was, it was just crazy. And, and then, and then when we did have the other portion up and running because we needed the money, because we literally guys, like we had our mortgage plus a certain amount of money. I think it was like $60,000 worth of renovations we could put into the house. Mm-hmm. But then we were going, we, we knew we were going to go over this, but that was what we could get approved for. So that's what we started with. So like there was a point where we were, the way it was working is we were living, like, every paycheck we would get, everything we had would be being paid back into building renovations. And like all the materials, all the contractors. And so what we also did was we kept living in the renovations because we would then Airbnb out our place 
while we're there and there's like a hole in the driveway with like construction tape set up so then also like like telling people like communicating with people ahead of time of like hey is this okay and then we're also both working full-time as personal trainers at this time yeah. it was like it was just crazy and then there was what what happened was somewhere along the way because I was in I'm in charge of the numbers and the finances and looking at that and somewhere along the way I had missed one of the receipts that I had submitted um to the bank to receive the money to put to what's so up that was the the built-in renovation costs so like I would send the bank receipts for the work that had been done and then they would send me the money or I, I would send them the invoices they would send me the money then I would pay the contractors mm-hmm. so if, if we had say like an, I think it was probably an electrical thing that I forgot yeah. to send I forgot to add into my spreadsheet that like hey we had this whatever it was eight to ten thousand dollar invoice that I'd forgotten to add to that spreadsheet. So when I was looking at the numbers, I was like, oh yeah, we still have lots of money left. We still have like over $12,000 we have left on our, on the money we get for, from the bank to put towards our renovations. And so like we then had all these other people hired come and do this work. And then I went to submit the invoices and they're like, oh no, you only got like $300 left. So suddenly within, we're sitting there too. And we're like, okay, we have to find $10,000 this month. We have to sell our bodies. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what happened, guys. <laughs> but it was like, okay. Like, like I think sometimes people, they see where someone who they admire at in whatever way, shape, or form is on the journey. And they forget that, oh, wait, everyone started somewhere. Like, we were literally living in a crack house while renovating it, while Airbnb being out our home, while working full-time jobs, while trying to figure out where $10,000 is. And then also on top of that, we found out later on that there was like a rat problem and stuff. Like it was like, it was like, holy shit, guys. Like this, where we are today with the passive income we've created and with our net worth that we've built up, this did not just happen. The same way that if you look at someone on their fitness journey or like our our strong, healthy bodies, like those don't just happen overnight. Everyone's got a crazy story about the work that they had to do to get there and how they had to literally in some way, shape or form, start and figure it out as they go. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because I remember so vividly when we were in the middle of renovations and we didn't have, like we had drywall dust everywhere. Like all of our stuff was covered in dust. It was disgusting. And we had nowhere to unpack our stuff. We were literally, we, we had a mattress on the floor cause we didn't, um, we didn't have any money to buy any furniture yet. It was all going to our renovations. And I remember laying there in bed with Marissa next to me in the dark and thinking in my head, like, I, this is what I, this is what I asked for and wanted. Like, looking back, I thought it was so cool. Like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll live through the renovations. It'll be so much fun to have this adventure and, you know, have this hardship that we worked through together. My God. I don't know if I <laughs> if I knew exactly what we were getting into. Like you you have to be careful what you wish for because I got exactly what I wanted, exactly what I wished for, but man, it was hard. Yep. It was uh it was definitely an adventure, that's for sure. So you definitely got everything you wanted. <laughs> but that's it. And I think the really important thing to look at all this is like we, we talked about before at the beginning was like just start. Like nobody has no one has the information. If you're waiting for all the information before you start, you're never going to make it there. So you have to be 
willing to start before you're ready. And you have to also be willing to have no clue what the fuck you're doing and be humble enough to ask for help and be humble enough to make mistakes along the way. Like we said, there was points where we're like, oh shit, we need $10,000 tomorrow. And we figured it out, right? Like there was, there's been points in our fitness journey where we're like, I have no idea how to overcome this crazy exhaustion or I don't know what's going on in my life but it's like okay like where do we start like start figure it out as you go yeah we I remember when we were like I googled so much every little bit of renovation how to lay flooring google it youtube it how to mud a wall google it youtube it I remember we were taking out our kitchen and um I had to disconnect the sink and so the water that was going to that and I had never really done it before like I'd seen other people do it and so I googled it and YouTubed it okay and so we uh, turned off the water plugged the water lines and then removed the kitchen counters and then I was praying like I, I was showing Marissa like up front I was showing her that I was confident but in my head I totally had no idea, but I was telling her, oh, no, I got this. Don't worry, don't worry. You just do this and then, and then do this. And so we had plugged up the the lines. And then I was praying that once we turn on the water again, that the um, that the the plugs would hold so that we wouldn't have water spraying everywhere. So I just told her, OK, yeah, turn on the water. Let's see what happens. And oh, fingers crossed. I let out a big sigh. Like, oh, thank God. She's like, what do you mean? Thank God. I thought you had this. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I had never done this before. <laughs> and now, and to talk about also then breaking down and building up trust again, like learning to be like, okay, like, please don't maybe understand how to do something that might potentially flood her house. Like, don't, you can't just YouTube that shit. But she, <laughs> like, guys, I'd, oh man, I don't know how we got here, but oh. Yeah. And now, <laughs> and, and now we have, after all of that, blood sweat and like marissa likes to say her tears yeah it was a lot of my tears <laughs> we, like we have so much knowledge now and we want to do it again maybe not to the full extent of what we did but we definitely want to buy another property yeah and now we have so much more information to do it for the second time that's going to be able to help us figure that out and we have this beautiful property that gives us income every month that now we have the ability to travel and the ability to build our own businesses and the ability to give other people homes yeah it's really really cool but it like it did not just happen it took a lot of work took a lot of blood sweat and my tears and it took being willing to just show up and figure it out yeah so so i just i want to i want to challenge you guys to if you're afraid to start just start anyways what? google it there's so much information out there whatever you're stopping from starting just say okay i'm gonna start today i'm gonna figure it out worst case scenario maybe it takes you a little bit longer because you make some um some missteps along the way but we made so many mistakes along the way oh yeah and that's okay. We would have done it differently had we known, but we didn't have all the information. Mm -hmm. And if we had waited to get all the information, I don't know if we would have the house mm -hmm. today. Yeah. And that's like, we did. We, you could have called it, we wasted time. We wasted money. We wasted energy. But if we hadn't been willing to do that, 
we would never have completed it anyways. And now that it's done, the amount of money, time, and energy it's giving us back is giving us way more than the stuff that we quote unquote wasted in the first place. Yep. So like Kathleen said, like just start. And if this is anywhere in building your life, if this is creating more financial abundance, if this is creating more love, if this is creating more fun, if this is creating more health, like just start. And like Kathleen said, find a mentor, use Google search. One of my favorite things to do is like go on your social media and find a f- like two or three max really cool people in that area who are doing what you want to do and follow them religiously. Like every day, look at the stuff, look at their sharing, but don't look at everybody's stuff because then it gets saturated. If you find one person who you're like, okay, this person trains or works on their mental health or is building a home or doing renovations, or is parenting the way I want to do it, follow them and then actually put into action their advice. Because when you're too spread out and you're trying to learn everything without any action, you're never going to move forward. So please just start. So whatever your goals are, if it's to build a business, if it's to make some renovations and a passive income, if it's to have better relationships, if it's to find your person, to have better health or whatever the thing is, like just start today. And a few things you can do to help you just starting. One is use Mel Robbins trick of counting five, four, three, two, one, and then act. Um, If you Google, it's my favorite Ted talk of all time. Actually, I'll put it in the show notes. It's called how to stop screwing yourself over. That will tell you about how you can start to take action. So that can be a really, really cool way to get yourself to trick your brain into being able to start to take action. Second thing to remember for this when it comes to taking action starting is starting or moving forward requires energy. And if you're physically exhausted, it's going to be so hard for you to get yourself to move. It's like when you've got a pile of dishes in the kitchen and you're like, I'm exhausted. I've been working crazy hours. I haven't been taking care of my health. Like literally just turning off the TV and standing up to go do those dishes. That's exhausting. Let alone if you're going to try to work on your relationship, have more fun, be a better parent or build a business. Like good luck trying to make that happen if you're not taking care of your physical health. So please go back to those basics and then look at what Jim Quick says and break it down into simple, small steps and then just do the next thing. Yeah. And, and Marissa and I, we're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Like we, we know that not everyone has the dream of doing a renovation or buying a crack house and then switching it into a multi-unit place not everyone wants to um wants to work on that but we whatever it is we want to support you we are so excited let us know what you're working on um let us celebrate it with you and whatever it is just start just start right now google it promise us that you're going to take that next step towards your dream It's going to take work, but it's going to be so worth it and you're worth it. And when you get to that place where you're like, oh, I made it. I did it. I'm here. I actually feel like myself. I feel so much more alive. You're going to be so grateful that you did. And that's going to help you in your next step towards living the life. Every single time. She loves to say (laughs) that. All right, guys, have a great one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you got tons of value from this episode. If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaway so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore. We totally get that it's not always easy, 
So please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools. Until next time, keep living the life.